Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code the Zone 125 You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Yeah. The bomb. Rumor is this guy is still jamming to the halftime show. Can't get enough of the Snoop Dogg and the Dr. Dre. Our guy, our own Dr. Gamble. Dave Esser joining us. Dave, good morning. Good morning, my friend. How are we doing today, David? I haven't lost a bet yet. <laughs> my man. That's why we have you on, baby, for those big guns you carry around, you know? Hell, we Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. That's the sound of winning bets. Pew, 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 pew. Rowdy, Rowdy's had a tough week. Well, he got a win last night because of uh, De- De- DePaul, right next to the lake there, going against Georgetown. But, Rowdy, you want to tell me the other ones that happened? Yeah, Wisconsin hasn't uh, wasn't good to us earlier this week. <laughs> Michigan State, that that was just painful to watch in general. But, hey, 2-2. Two and two. Hey, 2-2, two and two, Dave. Yeah, last week, though, he went, what, 4-1? and one? Correct. Look at that, my man Rowdy. Hey, Dave. Uh, in- tell me. Yeah. If you're, you're 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 all over the Badgers, so why don't you tell me about their game against Rutgers tomorrow? Well, blindly would bet Rutgers. <laughs> Dave, what do you have? Like team, uh, I know you like the Patriots. Like, do you have teams that are off limits when it comes to betting? Like, if you like your your, your childhood team or the team that you always loved, will you stay away from betting on them one way or the other? No, <laughs> absolutely not. You degenerate. I mean, you know that's a. That's I'll tell you that's an that's an interesting question though because you know people will bet on their favorite team or against the team that they despise yeah and and a lot of people will say well don't bet on teams you're emotionally invested in or emotionally despise but if you can take the emotion out of it <laughs> you know you know those teams better than anybody you should be able to do well if you can in fact against them. So listen to this really quick. Rowdy, so Wisconsin basketball, Dave, they like never uh-huh. cover. They never cover. They always have good teams, but they just can't put away. Like They just can't like throw down. It's always like a nice win, but never a cover. And we've known that for a long time. And then Rowdy, they were on the road in Minnesota and Rowdy was like, all right, they're the best team on the Big Ten when it comes to, uh, you know, away games. Um, they're really good. This They were okay at covering this year, right, Rowdy? Like you, you, you broke it down pretty good. But we knew in our heart of hearts that they like never cover, but Rowdy still went and did it. Something he never does. Like you never bet on the Badgers, right, Rowdy? I pick my spots. If anything, he bet against them. Pretty decent at picking spots. Like we knew that they don't cover, but he still did it. And then he's ma- he's mad about it. Like uh, obviously because he had skin invested in skin in the game. So what do you do in that situation, Dave? Like do you, like you know something. You just gotta just uh, sometimes the best bet I get is the one you don't make, right? That's true too, but. I get I get just as pissed at myself when I know something and don't do it. So, you know, I mean, I, when you when I look at college basketball, you know, especially on a on a, on a Saturday card with 175 games, and I'll I'll know like eight or ten of them, but I won't want like an, an inordinate amount of risk. And sometimes you got I'll limit it to three or four or five, and I'll go two and three, three and two, yeah. and seven of the other eight will just win. I mean, it'll be over by halftime, and that gets kind of maddening, I have to admit. 
You are a madman, Dave. That's why we love you, Dave. So speaking yeah, of, well, what do you? What I actually got a break. I was I was working on Ukraine Scotland soccer match for March twenty fourth, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Anymore. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I would. That's probably so one. That's probably a bet you shouldn't be making. I'd imagine. Yeah, no, I have some free time now. I, somebody asked me about it, and I was digging into it. So, Dave, when it comes to uh, like Rowdy didn't like the college basketball slate today too much. We went, uh, what, three in, in yeah, MMA, UFC. Did a little MMA parlay. But what about you, Dave? Are you looking at any college basketball bets tonight? You're like, yes, I could I could see a little something, something here. Well, I, I did take, you know, I mean, this has nothing to do with the Big Ten. That's uh, fine. But I think it's probably the Sun Belt, but I did take UT Arlington plus eight points over South Alabama. Um, in your Big Ten, uh, Northwestern and Penn State, I mean, that line is, like, super fishy. I well, mean, Tell me um, more. Yeah, Penn State, I think they opened by opened three. Uh, it was down to one last night when I went to bed. It's back up to one and a half, maybe two in a few places. But that seems like they're begging you to take Penn State. So I actually kind of lean Northwestern there. Mm. But I do, like, I do like the over in that game. There's, there's just uh, too many little things that I, I think that I think it was, like, 128. I do like the over in that game, but... You know, I think the I think the the square people, the SpongeBob SquarePants guys, are going to be on Penn State. Aye, aye, I Captain. Think, I think we will be on Northwestern. Okay, all right, Dave. Thanks for the little nuggets, man. I love it. Um, I have a very specific. This is not about gambling or anything that I got to ask you before we let you go. Uh, but when it comes to everything else, Dave, you know we're kind of in a lull right now. I guess NBA is back. Uh, with the NBA back, do you have any NBA uh, bets you're sniffing out with uh, the All Star break being over now? Uh, well, I'm probably going to take Phoenix tonight over the Pelicans. I'm a little leery because Phoenix played last night, but I just think they're that much better yeah. than New Orleans. I did play some uh, second-half futures in the NBA. Ooh, ooh. And, ooh, and it, you know, one of them invo- involves your Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, can you please tell me more, please? I bet that under 50-and-a-half uh, season wins. They have, 30, they, have, they have 36. They need to go 15 and whatever, 9, 8. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think they're going to get to 51. See, like, when it comes to that, like, I like your reasoning and thinking, but at the same time, it's like, I can't, something in me, like, I can't bet against my team. Like, I can't. I, and I think it helps so I just stay away. When, that's why you don't bet. Yeah, yeah that's why I stay away. <laughs> I think it helps your cause, Dave, when you have the second best player on the team and Chris Middleton coming out and saying, yeah, we really don't care about the regular season this year. I mean, and they don't. Yeah. Well documented. I mean, well documented on that one. Well, it's all about the playoffs yeah. in the NBA. Hey, and I heard, you know, right behind the Bucks, you know who doesn't care? Kemba Walker. He decided to sit the whole second half out. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's why you have to be very very careful betting in the NBA. Very careful in the NBA. Uh, Dave, so I know you're in Florida and you can rub it. What what temperature is it, like the 70s right now? What is it down there? Right now at this time of the day? Or what's it going to be like the high today, you think? I think 85. Oh, my God. All right, so we we had a snow squall last Friday. I didn't even know this thing existed. I was, like, in a hurricane, but it was snowing. It was wild. Right. It, was, it was kind of fun, actually. I put the Jeep in four-wheel drive, just went. And then we had a lot of ice earlier this week. Uh, it was, you know, a little tough driving to work. And then last night it snowed a bunch. And now this morning some people can't get to work because of the snow in the commute. Um, do you have any experience with snowblowers? Yes. The question, 
But but it was it was a long time ago. You didn't lose any digits or anything, did you? I don't think so. Oh, that's good. Well, do you have ten not fingers? The, not, the, you got ten not, fingers? The, not the important one. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, we had a question from our listener who he took it upon himself to snowblow at five a.m. this morning. Because I mean, you get a fine after twenty four hours from the city. Just don't get me started on that beer, that nonsense. For what? Exactly. For what? Thank you. I've already paid enough. So Dave, you get it fine. You get it fine for not not blowing yeah. up your driveway. No, your your sidewalk. You got to take care of your uh, stretch of sidewalk. Do I pay taxes on the sidewalk? Thank no. you. I know, like, uh, thank you. You're you're preaching to the choir right now. But Dave, he started snowballing at five a.m. Put yourself in the mind of being his neighbor. Would you be okay with your neighbor snowballing at five a.m.? Would you snowball at 5 a.m.? I'll, I'll, pay, I'll pay the fine for him. <laughs> so is it, would there be a cutoff time for you, like someone mowing their yard or, you know? Uh, yeah, you know, that, it's funny that because I work a lot uh, and I'm up late a lot, not as late as Roddy, but I'm, I'm up late. <laughs> and so I, I do sleep in sometimes. And uh, the, when the landscapers come to do my thing, sometimes at like 8.15 I get pissed. So, yeah. <laughs> 8.15? You should be up by then, Asler. Come on. Well, I might be up looking at my phone, but I'm not really like awake. I've had like I'm not into the day yet. I'm laying there playing with a dog. And so, what would you and, say would be a good time? Like nine a.m. then or later? Um, yeah, yeah. I guess in my life, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, this is—I'm specifically asking you because we're—you know—we're asking everyone. So five a.m. But, but you, the, the, the big difference is I know the landscapers come on Thursday, so I can mentally prepare for it. Snowstorms <laughs> so, just kind of happen, whatever. Yeah. So, all right. So you would, you were saying 5 a.m. too early and you would pay the fine for setting eight. I would pay his fine to just go to work. I'll take care of it later. <laughs> I love it, Dave. Hey, before I let you go, man, and follow Dave on Twitter. He's a great follow. Dave underscore Essler, E-S-S-L-E-R. Uh, have you, have you uh, buried the hatchet? Have you made amends with your friend Aaron yet? No, I've, I've kind of. Or am I, am I digging up history that I shouldn't be digging up right no, now? No, I, I used to look and I used to I actually used to send this stuff to Rowdy. Like, can oh, you? Oh, so you moved crap? on. You moved on. Um, I I I I just stopped doing it because I know there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. I mean, if, if she didn't block me, because if she didn't block me, we we probably I wouldn't be mad at her. But well, I thought you were just didn't. giving her sound gambling advice, and she just didn't want to take it. Uh, I tried. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's another, that is another sore subject. All these, I apologize. All these, that's my bad. I didn't mean to. So, no, it's all these all these gambling shows and stations and 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 books that have what they think are attractive women that they hold out as sports experts is such BS. Well, I mean, she's a looker, Dave. I would say you're better looking though. So I'll give you that, and you got the knowledge. Okay. Well, I'll take the knowledge. My question though is, how'd the golfing go last Friday? I don't remember. Oh, so it wasn't good. I, yeah. I probably I probably played twice since then. So you know, <laughs> all right. Well, you got oh, eighty dude. degrees. You got you know mentally preparing. Did you mentally prepare yesterday then for the landscapers? Were you okay? Yeah, I was okay. okay. I was actually I had to be up and do another radio thing for someone, so it wasn't bad. Well, it wasn't as good as this though, was it? Not at all. Of course, of course. They, they take life way too seriously. Oh yeah, we're the exact opposite. Well, unless Rowdy loses a bet. <laughs> hey Dave, we love you, man. And if you do golf today, good luck. Hit him long, hit him straight, get a hole in one for me. And thanks for the gambling advice. And also, we'll let Bobby know, the listener, that you'll pay us fine for him next time it snows. All right? Yeah, please do. I just, you know, just tell me, tell me where to send the money. So sounds good, Dave. Have a good weekend, brother. We love you. Speaking of money, uh, Vegamon Johnny. 
What do you think yeah. the reports out there right now? A couple people, you know, from Bill Michaels yesterday to Deanna Rossini and some other entities. Rogers wants fifty million dollars. A, do you think that's true? And B, do you think that's going to happen? Well, if it is true, I mean, I was in this camp last year. If you have Aaron Rodgers on your team, you're not going to win a Super Bowl uh, because the you just the cap doesn't work that way. We haven't had a a top five paid quarterback win a Super Bowl for quite a while now. Uh, and B, if he thinks he's his good or better than Patrick Mahomes right now, why wouldn't he ask for it? Uh, if he's really on the edge of retirement, and I guess money is his motivator, yeah. and we, we know this guy's not motivated by championships, mm-hmm. right? Otherwise, he would have taken a pay cut years ago. But uh, he's not a guy that wants to win Super Bowls. He's a guy that knows that the fans will be happy making the playoffs. And, I mean, as Packer fans, are we unhappy? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it's my, my two cents is, yeah. of course, he's always been a money-motivated player. Uh, and he's never expressed anything otherwise. So, well, what did the Wu Tang uh, Clan the, say, Johnny? What was the what? What did the Wu Tang Clan say? Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Dollar, dollar Absolutely, bill. you gotta, you gotta make your cash when you got it. These players only got you know yeah. ten to twenty years to play football if they're extremely lucky, like he has been. So, you gotta cash out while you can. That way, you know, you can enjoy the retirement and uh, go on. Endless cleanses is what I feel like Roger's next step is. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> You're the man, Johnny. Have fun in Eau Claire, man. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. See you, buddy. Yep. Uh, I think uh, the one-hit wonder cash out also said it best. I have a condo on my wrist. I'm cashing out. Yeah, I don't see Aaron Rodgers being a guy like uh, Tony Romo that comes back and does TV. I think he, he's closer to a guy that uh, retires and you really never hear from him again. I got that feeling, too. Like, I think once Rodgers retires for good, he's going to, like, walk off into, like, some mist. And you'll never, like, maybe he'll resurface every once he'll in a while. He'll resurface but... one time in, like, Peru. And then the next fame. time he'll be, like, in, you know. He'll be in, like, Machu Picchu again, but his hair will be, like, down to his ass. And yeah. it'll be, like, all braided. And his, his he'll, be, he'll look like some kind of, like, Zen master. Long he'll, beard. He'll have the split beard that's braided too. He'll be have like an enema in him. He'll be like, I'm on <laughs> a walking. I'm enema. on my third year cleanse. My three year cleanse. He surfaces Excuse three me? years later in Tibet. And he's <laughs> on a mountain. He's a monk. <laughs> <laughs> Shailene Woodley's like living off the land somewhere, scrounging for like you know twigs and berries. And there's Rogers meditating. Uh, 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 I can hasn't, see that. Right hasn't it been a while today. for them to be dating, and she still hasn't found his twigs and berries? <laughs> Talking about my twigs. Hey, in, twig in, in some of these, in some of these, in some of these Zen masters, already monks, they do practice celibacy. They don't, you know, they don't, they abstain yeah. from sexual activity. So she could be digging around for some twigs and berries, foraging out in the forest. Stop it! <laughs> Get away, Walt Rogers. Um, I have fifty million dollars. Now, here's the thing: if he is that, you know, big and spiritually and, and monkish. 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 Don't you, you want less. You don't want anything attached to you. Don't you, money is evil. Yeah. You don't want any, um, you know, objects in your life, right? You don't want any material objects. It's all about finding oneness. Uno-ness. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's a lot better to find oneness when you have $50 million in the bank than when you have 50 cents in the bank. I feel like if I. Let me find my inner peace as I'm cashing this check. I agree with you. I think finding inner peace would be a lot easier when you got $50 million as opposed to $0 million.
Now, it can't always be found with that money, but it makes it easier. It does. <laughs> Doors open for you. You're a smart guy, Sean, uh, obviously. Rogers, Rogers, $50 million reports coming oh out he wants. What do you think? I look, so I'm, I'm not going to disagree that he is worth worth it, maybe. I mean, like, I, I, I would not pay it. I was, I, I've sort of been on the boat of, like. Yeah, you're done, right? You're ready for the move Yeah, on. like, like we're, two, we're two years. Like, we're going to have two kind of sucky years either way, right? So do you want to do them now and feel better about the team in a couple years when maybe Jordan Love has sort of settled in and we've sort of figured out how we're going to make build our team more around defense and run first and Jordan Love's sort of not doing everything? Or are we going to keep pushing the can and we're going to be in really bad shape in two years because we'll have negative dollars to spend? So I, I, I don't mind the all-in mindset, and obviously I think Aaron Rodgers is very good, but, like, how does that guy expect us to build a team if he wants $50 million? Yeah. I, I just like I get I get that he doesn't have a supermodel wife, but look at Tom Brady. Like that guy took twenty million and could build everything and won. So I don't, you know. Yeah, Giselle's worth like four hundred million dollars, and Tom's like yeah. Tom's like peanuts compared to what she's worth. Without a doubt, and that's and that's great, right? So he'll yeah. take no money because it's just for fun. Uh, and he built a brand for himself, right? Like think about his post career now, where he can do anything oh, yeah. he wants with whatever money. I don't know that Rogers is going to be able to do that just because he doesn't have that same sort of likable. Although if you are playing against him, you don't really like him. Sort of personality like Tom Brady, but yeah, yeah. Sean, <sighs> Sean, just a pleasant phone. What's well, a great phone call? Thanks so much, brother. Glad we could chat. Yeah, have have a good weekend. Friday, man. Have a good hell of a hell of a hell of a phone call. You lit it up for your first call. <laughs> See you, Sean. That's funny, Rowdy. That is funny. Yeah, Shailene Woodley's worth $12 million net worth. Uh, That's not Giselle money. Aaron Rodgers worth roughly around $120 million. I don't think Shailene Woodley would go buying a $26 million uh, mansion in straight up cash in Malibu like Rodgers did when he was with Danica. But, Rowdy, $50 million. All right, so let me ask you. I was thinking about this a lot. Aaron Rodgers and $50 million. Does he, and try to get in the mind of Aaron Rodgers over here. Tom Brady, we've seen him take pay cut after pay cut after pay cut and Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers is not a dumb guy, right? Do you fault him? He just won his fourth MVP. One of the best players in the game. You know, one of the best players ever. Do you fault him for wanting that much money as he is just really that good? Like, you can't honestly tell me that he's not worth it, but in a sense of not crippling a franchise, but he's the MVP of the league. He's incredible at what he does. No, I do fault him. And this is, this is we kind of talked about this earlier this week, but I do fault him for wanting that much money because he's also said it's not about the money. Yeah. And he, he, obviously he said he wants to stay in Green Bay or he wants to be somewhere where it's competitive. Well, to be competitive, you got to be able to afford a lot of other good players, which is going to cost money. You've been one of the higher paid quarterbacks in the NFL for like the last decade. Now, obviously, he's not the highest paid because it's a revolving door with depending on when you sign. Yeah. But he's been up there for like roughly the last decade or so. Yeah. Eh, since 2015. So seven years. Has he ever been? No. Yeah, he was. He's been he's been the highest paid a couple times, right? For just for like a quick. I think so. Yeah. Like Until quick, someone else. Like signed. a blink of an eye. But yes, the last signed. seven years he's been. He's been paid really well. Yeah. Here's Rogers. This was in the pre. This but you was- know what I'm saying? It's like is if he never said anything about wanting to keep guys around yeah. or it's not about the money, then I wouldn't fault him at all because he's definitely worth the most money in the NFL. He's coming off of back-to-back MVP seasons. 
here's the comment he had made before the season started. This is preseason from Rogers, talking about you know winning and, and and money and yada yada yada. Take a listen. Here you go. I get it. It's a business, and I'm not a victim here. Uh, I've made a ton of money here, and I've been really fortunate to play a long time and to play here. At the same time, I'm still competitive, and I still feel like I can play. I proved it last year, so I feel like making a commitment past the 2021 season was not a big deal. And there are ways to do that uh, that wasn't uh, necessarily accomplished, and so that's why we're here. Huh. He's not a victim. He's made a ton of money here. Committing past 2021 is not an issue. And here we are. The reports are from multiple sources. $50 million, the highest paid player in the NFL. And he wants to remain competitive. How do you remain competitive? And then Devontae Adams also wants $30 million? <clears throat> See, I understand Devontae Adams wanting the money. But then you combine the two for $80 million, you're like, What? Yeah, but like, okay, so Devontae Adams is a wide receiver. We know that wide receivers are normally shot by about age 32. That's just it. Normally, once they hit 30, you see the decline. decline. By 32, they're pretty much about done. Yeah. He's getting very close to that 30, 32 number. He's 29 years old. He's probably got about three good seasons left him. Most receptions in the NFL over the last five seasons, Rowdy. Keenan Allen, number one at 509. Devontae Adams, second, 506. And then Travis Kelsey at 480. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, but he he only has two or three more years left at this really high level, right? Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, and we've seen quarterbacks now for like the last 10, 15 years, they're able to play into their 40s. Yeah. They're able to play into their late 30s. Tom Brady still could come back. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers came into the league at 21. He might go out of the league at 41. Mm -hmm. That's a 20-year career. That's nice. Devontae Adams might be out of the – he might have uh, got to the NFL age 21, 22. He might be done by 32. It's a lot shorter window. It's it's almost half the time. So do I fault him for trying to go and get his money since this would be his second bigger contract that he signed? Absolutely not. Yeah. If there if there's a guy and he's not even taking up as much of of a hit on the calorie or the salary cap as Rodgers is. The percentages right now Aaron Rodgers still holds yeah. the majority yeah. or the the biggest percentage on the Packers salary cap and moving forward if he gets that deal and depending on how they, you know, they structure it with what his base pay would be, what the cap hit would be, that could potentially be like a quarter a quarter Nearly a quarter of the salary cap. And you're not talking you're not talking a quarter that you find on the ground or nothing, right? Like a quarter of the salary cap. Jesus. Yeah, I think it, it was roughly if if all fifty of that went against the cap, he would beat Matt Ryan for the biggest salary cap hit in NFL history, and it would be like twenty ish twenty three ish percent of the salary cap. So one one player basically taking up My a God. quarter of your salary cap. It is hard to win that way. It is totally. And if he really wants to keep Devante, if he really wants to keep, you know, the the Smith brothers of the world or some of these other players that are also up or potentially needing contract extensions. Yeah. You gotta the, you gotta you gotta He's the guy that's supposed to be the leader. It's gonna give and take. He's the guy that has made the most money in his in his career. He's the guy that'll have the longest career. And he's the guy that is sticking up for his teammates to get paid. To he's gotta a, be the one to take the hit. It's time to take something that's team friendly. Like fifty million dollars is, is insane. This I, is, I'm the biggest Rogers guys you'll ever meet. Fifty's insane. This is the same exact thing that Russell Wilson did. He wanted to get paid. He got paid. He wanted some of his boys to get paid. They got paid. Then he realized, oh crap, my offensive line is in shambles oh, because I'm on my ass of, every yeah. None snap. of them got paid, 
And then he kept asking for other people to get paid, and they're like, "Dude, we don't, we can't pay Dude, anyone else." Pete Carroll can barely afford to buy gum on the team card anymore. And then, then all of a sudden, he he wants out. Yeah, um, we'll talk more about. It. I see the phone lines blowing up. Uh, line one. Good morning. Who's this? This is Dan. Hey, Dan. What's happening, brother? Hey, man. So, I, I, no one ever talks about this, but like, are, are, aren't you guys sick of watching <laughs> or being? being disappointed in the playoffs like every year it's like we think we're gonna win the super bowl and oh dan and, it's know. it's it's my nightmare every season dude every year I'm, I'm just like oh god here we go again but i i'm a glutton for punishment because every year i think we're gonna win the super bowl with rogers and then i'm yeah. left with the kick in the nuts like, like i'd rather be mediocre with jordan love and and not have high expectations and be let down <laughs> and be surprised well, and be surprised dan would you would you rather have the packers be the detroit lions where it's like well I guess this, we have another year, and then by week two, you're like, well, this team sucks. <laughs> or would you would you rather be the Packers with an Aaron Rodgers saying, we have a shot to win the Super Bowl every year, but we haven't seen one in 11 years? I Yes, for sure. Like, um, You have a four-time MVP, and we have one Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, like, And, and, not, and then let's, let's go back to Aaron Rodgers for a minute. Like, uh, who, who is this guy? Like, really? <laughs> who do you <laughs> think you are? grows his hair along like he's 20 years old like my teenager son <laughs> when, he, when he's like 30 something he thinks he's an intellect yet he takes horse dewormer when he gets COVID well right? it worked for him he was back in like three days he listens to Joe Rogan versus medical doctors right <laughs> and he thinks he's intelligent like it's, it's mind blowing to me this guy's a moron he, he like you do hear him on uh, uh, the McAfee show oh yeah, like, I, oh, yeah. I heard him I didn't realize the effect that my stance on the vaccine would have on my loved ones. And you're like, wow, you are dumb. <laughs> like, what? I mean, this isn't, I, I'm a sick of the guy. Beat it. Dan, let me like, ask you. So, so it sounds like there's a couple things happening here. If Rogers would have gotten the vaccine, would you have felt this way? Uh, yeah, I didn't like him because I'm sick of watching him melt down the playoff. Thing <laughs> now, but, uh, yeah, it's, it, I have this thing called the nut kick continuum. It's where yeah. you think you're going to win every year, and then you get to the you get to the mountaintop, and then right as you take that final step to plant your flag on Mount Everest, someone kicks you in the nuts and you fall down. The nut kick continuum. I yes, I am. I am well aware of it. <laughs> okay, and good. I, <laughs> and I guess Dan, you're sick of getting kicked in the nuts, huh? Yeah, yeah I might. You know. <laughs> Right, yeah. I gotta live my own. And man, by the way, like the fifty million dollars thing, like really, man. Like I'm forty eight years old, and uh, if I put all my assets together, I might have a million dollars. And this this guy is gonna make fifty million a year. Like there's nobody on on earth that's worth that kind of money, in my opinion. You got it, Dan. I mean, I, I'm, Dan, have you called in before? No, I've never called. Keep, I listen to you guys all the time. Keep him I, coming, Dan. I I love it. Keep him coming, Dan. I'm, All right, I will. All right, have a good Friday, brother. Have a good weekend. Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and, yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code THEZONE125. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. The Major League Baseball lockout is... I'm glad Charlie can make me have a chuckle because Major League Baseball lockout makes me want to freak out. Rowdy, the two sides uh, meeting in Jupiter, Florida. 
And the tweet that you sent me last night, what was it? Who, who was that from? Jeff, Jeff Bassan. You want to do the honors of reading it, or do you want me to read it? I got it in front of me. This was after the meetings concluded yesterday, Thursday. They've had all week where they've been meeting every single day from anywhere from 15 minutes to five hours. <laughs> this is the tweet from Jeff Passan yesterday afternoon. At 4.13 p.m. Meetings are done. Progress was minimal. There are four days left for Major League Baseball and Major League Baseball Player Association to get a new labor deal or regular season games are going to be canceled. <laughs> they've had four days to move and there's been next to nothing, just incremental. And that's it. What the hell are they doing in Jupiter, Florida? Are they hanging out? Is like Tiger Woods giving them some like lessons as he's on the mend? Like what's going on? What are they even doing? Opening day, if there's not a deal done by Monday, regular season games are starting to get hacked off. They're going to start think canceling. Do you think they'll work this weekend? No. Didn't work last weekend. <laughs> didn't, didn't, did, now, in Jeff's tweet, Jeff Passant's tweet, he says meetings are done. Does that mean for the day or for the week? For the done. Or for the, for the done. For, for the, the done? week. For the, or, sorry, for the week? For the day. Okay, for the day. All right. You're about to make me freak out even more. Uh, so here, the big takeaway from all the reports on site for Thursday's meetings would be that very little progress was made. Progress was made, excuse me. More specifically, the players presented two prongs of a deal for a new CBA. Major League Baseball, on the matter of service time manipulation, proposed granting service time to fewer players than before, narrowing the scope of it. And the Players Association made minor tweaks to the the proposed seven-pick lottery. They altered their proposal regarding the draft order to reduce penalties on small market teams posting consecutive losing seasons. So I so I actually did see something kind of interesting and I don't remember who tweeted it but it was something to the extent where okay so if they don't come to an agreement on Monday then they're going to start uh start chart uh chopping regular season games. Yeah. And they're going to have to push back spring training even farther because right now if they get it figured out by Monday, spring training, everyone would have to uh, arrive by, I believe it's March 5th, which uh-huh. is that weekend. Yeah. So it'd give them about the entire week to get their weekdays to get there. I saw this tweet that I thought was interesting. So if if they don't reach an agreement on Monday, they'll have to obviously push back that March 5th date for s- spring to start. Yeah. Well, they've already pushed it back so far. That if they push back spring training, there's no way that they can start on time just because they need at least yeah, that's two to three weeks of spring training. Canceling just, games. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to start canceling games. But I did see that, and I don't remember what the date was. If they reach a date and they still don't have an agreement and they've, they've already cut games, they've already you know p- postponed when the season's going to start and backed it up, Yeah, there was a thing that I saw where if they hit this date and there's no agreement made that whatever the last offer major league baseball offered the players association, that's the deal on the table that has to be taken. Really? Well, it's, it's a, it should be noted. Major league baseball can lift the lockout at any time, allowing baseball to return and the season to be played. So that's the national labor relations act would require the two sides to operate under the terms of the previous collective bargaining agreement while continuing good faith negotiations. And there'll be a, given no indication they're willing to lift the lockout. So, wow. I don't, I have a very bad feeling. I, and here's this. The union has indicated they will not agree to an expanded postseason format for 2022 if they do not play a 162-game season and are not given the opportunity to earn their full salaries. 
The expanded postseason is said to be worth $100 million or so in additional revenue to Major League Baseball. The Players Association proposed a 12-team postseason earlier this offseason, while MLB is seeking a 14-team format. They, they I can't. Hate I, I hate it. I, I like give me the twelve. You you don't want fourteen, do you? Absolutely no, not. I we saw 12. we saw sixteen when the Brewers got to go in and and get absolutely throttled by L.A. Hey, but they made it to the postseason. Yeah, and it was a joke. <laughs> Four team, no. Twelve team, yes. See, personally, for me, I liked it when it was five. Because they had the, 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 the one the play in game. I get the six. It's not it's it's under five it's under five for me. I, I like the so you know, when they had the wild card when they brought in the wild card, there was four. Yeah. Then they brought in the five where it was like four versus five playing the one game. Yeah. Winner goes in as the wild card. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's probably my ideal one. I get why they brought in six. It's a lot more money. It, it keeps more teams relevant. I get it. More than six though, I feel like it's just it's like the NBA. Just stop. You're like you're letting in. It's for more franchises to make money, which I understand that. Which is you know, but it waters in the down, business of it is making money. It waters down your product and it waters down your playoffs. Yeah. So I was when I was reading this Jeff Basson tweet, right? Like uh, I'm a biggest Brewer fan as any, but I don't ever need to see the eight seeded Brewers play the one seeded Dodgers ever again. How big of a Brewer fan are you, Rowdy? Because I saw something on the Twitter today that they were judging the '90s Brewers logo with the M and the B in the weird '90s font. Are you a big of a Brewer fan to embrace that logo like I do? I have a pair of Zuba pants with that logo on it. I do not own any Brewer attire that has that logo. On it. <laughs> I have Zuba pants. I think that, that might it. be a reason for it. Zubas. It's, it's, it's hard to find those logos out You've there. You've seen my Zuba Brewers pants, haven't you? No, but I'm saying just in general, if you're looking to buy Brewer apparel, you find a lot of the current day stuff. Oh, I love the, the 90s logo. You know, the ball and glove from the 80s. Yeah. Barrel man too. There's you know, a reason why people tried to forget the '90s Brewers. It's that weird, like block letter M and B. Like, I kind of like they it. They tried to copy the Yankees. Yeah, it's nostalgic for me. So I saw this and laughed. Meetings, the Jeff Passant tweet. Meetings are done. Progress was minimal. There are four days left for Major League Baseball and the Players Association to get a new labor deal. Or regular season games are going to be canceled. They had four days to move, and there's been next to nothing, just incremental, and that's that. And then someone responded, like, "Can you explain this in terms for me that I'll understand?" And someone said, sure, I can. And here's, here's trying to break it down for the layman's. There's four days before your first date with your crush, and you have nothing clean to wear. You've had three months to do your laundry, but haven't even touched it. The last four days, you've moved the hamper a few inches closer to the washing machine, and you say, oh, I've made progress. <laughs> That's a great analogy of what's going on here in Major League Baseball. You have four days before your first date with the crush, you've had... Love for a long time. You had nothing to wear. Three months, you could have done your laundry and said, no, you know what, I'm not going to do it, but you've moved it closer to the washing machine. And now why does Kinger have to go here? So basically Nelson doesn't want college football playoffs to expand because it will water down the product. It's apples and oranges. You have well, over Remember, the king's not the brightest. You have over 120-plus uh, football programs. You have 30 Major League Baseball teams. Yeah, They're already letting in 12 right now. Twelve out of thirty teams. Hey, I mean, if that was if that was the that's almost half the league. Yeah, if that if that was the Division One college football playoffs, that would be letting it, like starting like an NCAA Mad uh, March Madness bracket type thing, which might be kind of cool. But yes, I think it should. Just, I, I think it should be expanded. Do I think it should be expanded to thirty-two teams, sixty-four teams? No, no. 
Do I think it should be expanded to six or eight? I would say yes. And don't get rowdy started on the college football teams that make bowl games when they have a below 500 record. Unbelievable, dude. Not even if it was Wisconsin. Rowdy's a a, a man of many scruples, and he sticks by him. All right, we're going to have our guy Raphael coming up here. We're going to do a little little gambling, if you will, Rowdy. 500 is tough for me to stomach going to a bowl. (laughs) Yeah. What about the Dukes? What did you think of the Dukes Mayo Bowl? I know it wasn't five, like, above 500, but what did you think of the Dukes Mayo Bowl? Pushing it? it was, Pushing it? It was watchable because it was something different. If they if they were 5-7 and seven or 6-6, six and six, I would not watch the game. What, you'd bet on it, though, wouldn't you? And if you bet on a game, you have to watch it. Like That's like in your wheelhouse. Oh, not necessarily. The King says, Rowdy, he just likes poking the bear. Uh-oh, Rowdy. He's back at it. Greg Jennings. Nope. He's, talk, he's, get, whoa, whoa. he's talking about Aaron Rodgers. Correct. And what? How do, you th- how do you think he's talking about Aaron Rodgers and what kind of light? Negatively. Correctamundo. There is nothing worse than the Aaron Rodgers saga, the drama in the offseason, because it's just like, eventually it's like nauseating, like enough's enough. But then whenever you get the Aaron Rodgers drama, there's always the little, ta- like the person that's always like tagging along with behind, you know, swimming around for the scraps, getting the crumbs, trying to like, you know, put their name back in the media cycle, Greg Jennings. No Jermichael Finley yet. No Jermichael Finley yet to throw his hat in the ring. I feel like since Greg Jennings really came onto the scene as like a bro- like a broadcaster slash commentator on sports shows, mm-hmm. overwhelmingly his content has to do with like the Packers. Yep. NFC North. Yep. Obviously because he was a Viking after. Yep. Um, Aaron Rodgers, negatively. Always. And then for like just like one little hint of an interview – Man, in a stretch, was it a year or two ago? He spoke very openly and positive of Aaron Rodgers. Very, right, very brief. Very brief. Very brief. Right back to the negative train. Very brief. So, Greg Jennings. What's What's Jermichael Finley doing lately? Not, oh, well, actually, I like Jermichael Finley. We follow each other on Twitter. He was on the show a couple times uh, years ago. He's actually a really nice guy. And he's like, he's like, hey, this is my truth about Rodgers. He's never changed what he said about Rodgers. He's always been very steadfast. But Jermichael Finley's got some kids now. He's like uh, coaching football. I think he's in Texas. And I think he's got his own gym and stuff. I, th- I think he's just keeping his – I think he's just being a family man, Rowdy. I think that's what Jermichael Finley's doing. Uh, but Greg Jennings – and I wonder what his sister's got to say about it too. Uh, Greg Jennings, maybe now – would you, wouldn't you say right now, Rowdy, more people are now turning on Aaron Rodgers than any other years before? Like more people are now like sick of Rodgers from if it isn't his play on the field of the playoffs, play on the field during the playoffs. Um, and then uh, people don't like him because of the vaccine issue. And now people don't like him because of the $50 million potentially. Like, wouldn't you say the vitriol for Aaron Rodgers, that's the highest it's ever been right now? There's a lot of people turning their back on him that once – you know, proudly supported him. If it's not now, it was after that 2018 season. Yeah, but now you can't you feel it like a lot. I of would people- say I would say now the, the the vitriol is many different things. Yeah, I would say in 2018 
the majority of the anger and people that were upset and wanted him gone was because of how poor he played and his attitude. Yeah, like it was, it was kind of like hand in hand, poor attitude, poor play. Now it's like a hundred different things. Yeah. Now I think it's, I think more people are mad at Rogers. I think it's the vaccine thing. I think that's what pissed off a lot of people. Well, if, if you don't like it, just go get another booster for Rogers. Like just, just put one in yourself, you know? Still can transmit it and get it, but whatever. All right, so Rowdy, when it comes to Rogers, Greg Jennings now I think he's, the iron's hot. He's going to strike. I'm going to get more people on my side and talk a little smack about Rogers. So Greg Jennings was on the first things first FS1, and let's just hear a little bit from Greg. I am a little surprised, believe it or not. Um, I'm surprised because when I listened to Aaron Rodgers after the 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 playoff loss against the 49ers. Some of his comments were alluding to what we're talking about right now, like the contract situations of not only himself, but some of those teammates that would that he would consider in his decision. They would play a role in whether or not he would decide to come back to Green Bay. And now all of a sudden, you're trying to take a large chunk of the pie, knowing that Devontae Adams is out there, a guy that you want to play with if you are to come back to Green Bay, knowing that Robert Tunyon is out there, a guy that you also want to play with, knowing all these things that if you are to take this amount of money, and Nick, you're the resident GM, so you're I'm going to let you handle the salary cap yeah. and all the things, but you understand <laughs> what this would mean and what this does to your personnel. You potentially will have to get rid of some guys. And so for me, this is a little like, wait, we could have done this last year and then figured out a way to to then tie up Devontae this year. But now all of a sudden it's it's about the money. And I, I, I go back and I hate to do this. No, he loves it. But I go back to personal experiences. And that, when you when you have a person, oh, hang on one second. I want to pause it there before he gets back to his personal experience. Yes, this is germ- this is Greg Jennings' bread and butter. His personal experience with Aaron Rodgers. Now earlier in the show, I did say that the one thing that this is a bad look for Aaron Rodgers is the fact that he said it's all it's not about the money. Mm-hmm. It's you know he wants to make sure all of his guys come back here, and it's kind of like talking out of both ends of your mouth because he. From all accounts, it doesn't sound like he's going to take a pay cut, no. but he wants all this stuff to be. And I, I did comment on that and kind of criticize yeah, him. Where totally, like, as I was you like, should. Hey, that, yeah, he's definitely talking out of both sides of his mouth, but I can't fault him for wanting all the money, but you can't come out yeah. publicly and then say all the other stuff. You can't fault Rogers for wanting it because he's the MVP of the league. He's like, I'm the most valuable player Pay me. But at the same time, as Rowdy said, and I agree, you can't say then, well, we need a competitive team and go for a Super Bowl when I'm garnering all this money. But when I was listening to Greg Jennings talk there. Wait for the personal experience. You know what I was thinking of the whole time while he was describing the situation? What's the sister think? No. What? When Greg Jennings was going through that entire situation of Aaron Rodgers wanting his guys back and having to, you know, share some money so that other guys got paid, Mm -hmm. it instantly made me go back to Greg Jennings playing days with the Packers where they had all those, you know, 
wide receivers, they had all of those skilled players and they had to kind of pick and choose. Like Donald Driver was retiring. Did they have to, were they going to extend Greg Jennings? You know what I'm saying? Like there was a lot of different options that they had. Were they going to extend Jordy Nelson? What were they going to do with Jermichael Finley? Like they had a lot of questions there on their offensive side. Well, it all kind of worked out. One guy's going to retire. One guy's going to break his neck. We're going to sign one guy. We're going to let, (laughs) like it kind of worked out. Not a lot. No, yeah. One guy's going to break his neck. It's going to work itself out. You know what I'm saying? It kind of worked itself out. Yeah. Well, this one, all I could think of was Greg Jennings on the field. One of their wasn't it one of their last games where didn't wasn't there an interaction between Rodgers and Jennings and Rodgers basically told him, He's not playing here anymore. You're not going to be playing here next yeah, Rogers year. Like you're done. You're yeah. out of here. And you're out of here. He wasn't in that exclusive circle like the Devonte Adams and the and the Jordy yep. Nelsons. Yep. And he basically got told. Yep. Like you're kicked to the curb. Rogers. Yeah, it was like, it was like one of the last games. It was like, in one, yeah. He's like, well, well, you're not going to be here next year. Yeah. And it, Greg was like, and Greg Jennings was taken back because like, he wanted a contract like, to, the Vikings. to stay with the Packers goes to the Vikings. And then him and Aaron Rodgers had that. All I could think of was him talking about that Good was memory, him being Rowdy. a little butthurt because he wasn't on the inside. Good memory. I, that's probably where it all stemmed from. Uh, by the way, you're not going to be here anymore. Here is Greg Jennings' personal Which is experience. By, by the way, pretty, pretty. You must not like a guy if you tell him to his face. By the way, you're not going to be here next yeah, year. Yeah. Hey. 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 Uh, Greg, come here. Hey. Hey. Because yeah, you're not going to be here anymore. Even if it's like a teammate where he's not like your best friend, but you don't like you don't have yeah, you're beef not with say, them. Like, you're like you hang out with them during the season. And you're like, yeah, whatever. You're not going to be like, dude, you're not coming back this year. Oh, hey. By the way, uh, just I cleaned out your locker for you. All right, here is Greg you Jennings. You would never say that to him. Here's he must not like Greg Jennings no. from the start. Here is the personal experience from Greg Jennings. Take a listen. Personal experience. You try to move, move past, move beyond because people change, but some things never do. No, I want to hear it. Aaron Rodgers has been a very selfish guy. Like, period. Mm. Like in this, I get it. Mm. He's at the end of the, he's at the end of his career. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to take whatever I can take, but you can't do that and want to win. Like, how are you going to try to win? And I get it. Guys got to look out for themselves, but in looking out for yourselves, you cut out the legs of others and understanding at this position, at the quarterback position, (laughs) you cut out more than just a pair of legs. You cut out a few pairs of legs. And so for me, this is contra- this is contradictive to what he's saying he wants to do. He wants to win. Well, yeah, everybody wants to win. But what do you want to win? Do you want to win Super Bowls? Because if you're trying to win Super Bowls, go ahead, Nick. But Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs. Greg Jennings must not like the character of Lieutenant like, Dan. I agree with what Greg Jennings he is saying. Got no he's got to give up some money if he really wants to keep everyone together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it too. But it, there's but Greg's de- beaming this, ear to ear. This definitely fits Greg Jennings' narrative from his past. Hey, Greg, come here. I know it's our last game uh, together, actually, because you know what? You're not going to be here anymore. All right, see ya. I, Have a good life. I, I he's see. This is a time where Greg Jennings is just he loves life. Oh yeah, he is. He's real happy today. He does not like having to go on TV when Aaron Rodgers wins his fifth and, MVP next. Yeah. <laughs> And he does not like going on TV when Rodgers wins football games or the NFC North or sets some kind of record. But this, Greg Jennings, today is your day, my friend. My personal experience is he's a very selfish guy. His words to me were, don't be that guy. And all of a sudden it's about the money. Hey, Greg, by the way, you're not going to be here anymore. Okay, but looking back on like Greg Jennings' career, if you were going to extend like Jordy roughly in the same period of time, 
you're going to extend Greg Jennings and you're going to extend Aaron Rodgers, what were the two out of three that you're going to keep? Not Greg Jennings. <laughs> it, was gonna, it was going to be Aaron Rodgers, one, no doubt. Yeah. And then, then Jordy, Jordy Nelson, Nelson, who Sorry, you, could, you could argue at that time was more on the upswing where Greg Jennings was a little bit more on the decline. But even then, Jordy Nelson and Aaron Rodgers always had more of a rapport on the field. Yeah. Do you think, like, you think Rodgers ever called him Craig? <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, maybe hey, he, did, he did straight up tell him to his face that he wasn't going to be there. That's what I'm saying. Hey, Craig, see you later. We'll never forget you, Craig. It's Greg. Yeah, Greg Jennings is loving it today. In this whole interview, he's just beaming ear to ear, Rowdy. He is. He's happy. Well, I mean, do you talk about the relationship on the field between Rogers and Jordy, how they just knew where everyone was going to be, where the ball was going to be and where he was going to be? He probably extended Jordy Nelson's career an extra two, three years. Like he, there oh, were yeah. t- there were times at the end of his Green Bay Packer career where it was like, man, he's getting run down on plays where it was like there was no way a young Jordy Nelson was getting tackled there. But it was still they made the best decision. They kept Rodgers and Jordy, and Greg Jennings went to the Vikings, wasn't that successful. Went to Miami, wasn't that successful. Instrumental playing. That's for my guy Raphael. Myboogie.ag. Doc Sports. Raphael, what's up, dude? Good morning. Good morning to you guys. I didn't take you for a big Kanye guy. Uh, I'm not, but he's always in the news, so he keeps me busy. Uh, so I, I, I would say I'm not a fan of him now because every time he opens up his mouth, my PR people are throwing prop bets that they want me to put out. Are you going to so do I'm a prop bet if he's going to fight Skeet Davidson? I'm sorry, Pete Davidson or not? Uh, I'm gonna do some more of those. I'm gonna see does he does he pull out of Coachella? Does Pete Davidson do another skit on Saturday Night making fun of Kanye? So I'll, I'll be doing some more over the weekend. Well, the reason I bring it up, Raphael, because I had the chuckle. I love the mailing list that I'm on uh, for you, and it's uh, the Denver Broncos sell prop bets. And the first one: Will Kanye West purchase the Denver Broncos? Yes, plus nine hundred. No, minus two thousand. Obviously, you don't think he will, then, yeah? No, but uh, there's a whole bunch of lists on there. I like the Will a former NFL player purchase because it's rumored that Peyton Manning's group, uh, John Elway's group uh, is on there. So uh, it's going to be very interesting to see because there's a lot of big names that are interesting. I mean, uh, names in entertainment, uh, names that have a bunch of uh, current uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, Bezos is also involved in it, so... I'm more curious to see who is going to buy. I don't think Kanye West or a former NFL player, but I'm very curious to see who's going to buy it. God, I would love selfishly. I would like to see Kanye buy the Denver Broncos just to see how I'm going to go on a limb and say poorly the franchise would be run, <laughs> and just to see like you'd have new uniforms all the time, like crazy Instagram posts, you know, co- halftime performances. It'd be wild. So, yeah. Raf. Now that like you know NBA is a little back right now, we got uh, March Madness is you know just on the horizon here. Which sorry to bring up like any PTSD with March Madness because I know it's like a crazy time for you. What is Raphael working on right now when it comes to mybookie.ag, Doc Sports, uh, you name it? What like what what are you doing right now? Uh, it's award season, so I'm probably gonna put up some prop bets on Oscars. How many power the dog uh, Oscars will win? Uh, stuff like that. I'll do some of that. Uh, WrestleMania is just around the corner, so I got to start working on, on those prop bets just because it's a two-day event. It's a, a Saturday and Sunday, so 
uh, be working on some profits because some of the announcements that came out, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair will be the headliner for Saturday. That most that's most likely tells me Brock Lesnar is going to be the headliner for Sunday. So Ooh, uh, I'll be working. Uh, I'll be working on, on all that kind of stuff. But I put up some Undertaker Hall of Fame profits yesterday. Who was going to induct uh, the Undertaker? It, it's got to be Vince McMahon. But boy, I would love to see Paul Bearer hologram to it. Oh, dude, we need the hall. I wanted Tupac's hologram so bad at the Super Bowl halftime show. We need the hologram, Raphael. Are you going to put odds on that for a hologram to come out? Uh, Paul Bear hologram is 20 to 1 that they'll induct it for The Undertaker. Uh, who's all on this list? Vince McMahon is the favorite, right? Kane is there. Mick Foley. Triple H. Shawn Michaels. Kurt. Kurt Angle. <laughs> Ref, how do you like set these? Do you just like think of like anyone's connected to the guy or like what do you, do you go back and look at old like promos? Like what do you do? I can't. I go back and look at old promos, uh, key matches, and stuff like that. I mean, if I really wanted to be, I would have put the Godfather on there because they're really, really good friends and and in true life. But I mean, that won't. That's not going to move the needle for a Hall of Fame of the Godfather introduction. But guy, like that's what I'm saying. It's got to be Vince McMahon. Raph, do you like the music I got going on for you? Oh, it's just, that's so good. Rest in peace. I'm gonna go jump on my Harley right now. <laughs> Uh, our guy, the king on Twitch, says it's going to be Kane to do it for him. Uh, yeah, inter- interesting times right now, Raphael. Uh, how much money do you guys see moving in on this? By the way, like, do you get a, is the WWE faction? Are they good spenders? Uh, WrestleMania will get a lot of action. The big ones do SummerSlam, WrestleMania. They'll get a tons of action. Uh, I know those are probably the two bigger ones. Uh, the Oscars will get a, a huge, huge, huge hand. Aren't they changing the Oscars around though? Isn't it like just a couple awards this year, like eight awards? Or am I re- no. was I reading I wrong? Wish, I wish it was just eight awards. <laughs> I, must, I must have been thinking. I must have reading something. I don't know. I don't remember what I saw then. Something different. Yeah, uh, yeah, but those will get. Those are that's probably the biggest one uh, of of uh, award season is, is the Oscars. The Razzies will get some action just because people. Uh, I can guarantee you anything. LeBron James is listed on the Razzies will get a lot of action. Like what movies are up for Oscars? I have no like no idea. Uh, the Power of the Dog is probably going to win. The hell's that? Fast. Uh, it's a movie that's on Netflix right now, I do believe. Uh, West Side Story, 6 to 1. Uh, Sleeper, Licorice Pizza, 20 to 1. That's a really, really good movie. I uh, highly recommend uh, watching it. And then I think the two, Sherwin's Will Smith for King Richard for Best Actor. And uh, uh, I still can't believe you can get Kristen Stewart at 2 to 1 uh, for Spencer uh, for Best Actress. Uh, her I've never portrayal. heard any of these movies, Raphael. What's her wrong? portrayal for Princess Diana was phenomenal, uh, even if you don't like Hang Kristen on. Stewart. Hang on. Kristen Stewart, the one, it's like if you put like a wig on a two by four, like yeah, that's, that's, her, that's her personality. The Twilight Kristen Stewart, yes. Okay, so she's actually, that's the only version I know of her. So she actually can act? Yeah, she was five. So her, well, you have to remind us, she doesn't have the greatest personality, but Princess Diana really didn't. She was really close. She was really shy in the public. So, I mean, the, 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 it's picture perfect. Uh, Actress to portray okay. uh, Princess Diana, so she did a phenomenal job. All right, Raph, sports-wise, do you have anything out on if Major League Baseball is going to figure it out with a lockout? Like, if games are going to be canceled, like how many games will be canceled or whatever? If, they, if there's no done, nothing by Monday, then I'll start working on some uh, prop bets of how many games will be played and stuff like that. I'm going to wait because I really want them to take care of business, so I don't want to, like, jinx it yeah. uh, right now. But if, uh, if Monday comes around, and uh, uh, I'll have to put up some prop bets on by Monday. And, Raph, as the gambling man that you are, or the line-making man that you are, 
Uh, I saw Aaron Rodgers keeps moving up um, as a favorite to stay with the Packers. I saw what, some places minus 450. Uh, what do you think when it comes to Rodgers and uh, his life with in the NFL or elsewhere, retirement or on another team? What does Raphael think? Uh, my gut is telling me the two options. He stays or retires. I don't think he goes to another team. I think if he wanted to go to another team, he would have announced it already. Uh, he would announce it on McAfee's show on Monday. He had a perfect opportunity to announce that, but he didn't. I still think he's either staying or retiring. Uh, I would not be shocked uh, if, if he retires. And I'm just totally blown away that he apologized to who, who goes on national TV or on podcasts or anything, and apologize to your ex girlfriend. I mean, that was just so. Weird. Are they are they dating or not? Like, I'm so confused. Not that it really. Matters, I, I don't but. know. I mean, uh, that totally confused me uh, on that one. I think that's no, no one's talking about that more than anything. Who does that? Who apologize? Uh, we don't, uh, Raphael. One of our one of our foundations here, one of our pillars, is we do not apologize for anything. Uh, I, I, and I, I we applaud that one, but yeah, that was just weird. But I think he's either staying or he's retiring. I don't think he goes to another team. He had a shot already. All right, and Raph, before I let you go, and thanks so much for joining us. Follow Raphael on Twitter, uh, VSI Doc Sports. Great follow, uh, a brilliant mind that he is. Raph, you're in New Orleans. The your what isn't your back porch Bourbon Street? Yes, it's uh, it's uh, how's uh, how's Mardi Gras? How's Mardi Gras? Uh, it was busy uh, over the weekend, uh, a lot of, uh, and it's going to be warm this uh, weekend, so hopefully uh, skin may be in. Skin is uh, always in, weekend. Raph. Uh, not when it's 30 degrees. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and where you guys live, skin is not in in probably February. Eh, there's always a guy wearing shorts around here. You can see some uh, sexy calves in Wisconsin if you want. I'm not talking cows, Raphael. Keep, leave, you, you leave your clothes on because uh, Casper needs to wear a shirt on. Listen, dude, trust me. I don't want to bl- the, the sun's bright enough as it is. I don't need blinding people out there either. Hey, Ref, we love you, brother. And what, you doing anything for Fat Tuesday? Good, fat and sassy? Uh, working. Uh, working and probably <laughs> yeah, trying to avoid people. Well, good luck on that, brother. Take a little vacation sometime, would you? I'll try. All right, Ref, we love you, brother. We'll follow on VSI, uh, Doc Sports, Doc Sports, my bookie. Thanks, brother. Have a good weekend. Take it easy. See you, buddy.